0: Chapter 21 of Captain Salt in Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Captain Salt in Oz by Ruth Plumley Thompson. A Voyage Resumed. Anxious as Tandy was to return to the Crescent Moon and continue the Voyage, it was a whole week before they finally shoved off. Chanum, true to his word, had rounded up the frightened citizens of the capital and explained to them the wicked plots of the Ozemanderings and the punishment by Boglodor, the old man of the jungle. Then Tandy, addressing them from the castle balcony, called upon them to consider Chanum as their king, until he himself should have completed his education in foreign parts and aboard the Crescent Moon, during which time he promised to keep them always in mind and have their welfare always at heart next tandy explained how azamaland was now a province and under the general rule and protection of ozma of oz how settlers from that famous fairyland would soon arrive to help them build new cities and towns tame the wild jungles of the interior and repel the dangerous invasions of the greys here Channum rose to declare he himself would be responsible for peace along the border between amaland and azamaland that the greys had long desired to be friends with the whites But trouble had been stirred up by those mandarins, so they might have the credit of protecting the country. Then Tandy spoke again of all the advantages that would be enjoyed from their association with Kingdom of Oz. It was a long and splendid speech. Roger and Tandy, having spent the whole morning in its preparation, and delighted and surprised by the energy and ambition of their young ruler, Tandy's subjects cheered him long and vociferously greeting each new plan and proposal with loud acclaim and enthusiasm. The royal aunts and relatives, already released from the castle dungeons and restored to their royal dwellings, could not speak highly enough of their young relatives' bravery and cleverness, and the bravery and cleverness of all his new friends. They quite wore Nicobar out with their questions and petting, and the Hippopotamus sighed hugely for the time when they would all be at sea. "'Was I right or was I wrong?' questioned Roger on the third afternoon as Tandy, resplendent in his coat suit of white velvet, reviewed the vast parade of loyal nobles and natives, and the long lines of elephants and camels went sweeping by the palace. "'They love you just as much for going away as they would if you stayed, and Chonham is a man in a million. "'Right,' Tandy nodded, waving happily to the crowds that in a high holiday mood thronged the walks and parks of the beautiful white city. Channum had taken Samuel Salt and Atto on an expedition into the jungle, so that the royal explorer of Oz could procure a creeping bird and flying reptile for his collection. Nicobo, all jungleer that she was, had gone along to see that no harm came to them. To Tandy, a snake with feathers and a bird with scales and fangs was no novelty, but Samuel, returning with a pair of each, considered them the most peculiar and precious of his queer specimens. He carried their cages everywhere he went, and spent long, rapt hours watching the snakes fly and the birds creep about their new cages. Atzo had discovered a new and rare fruit, and had brought along several slips to plant in the rail boxes he had outside the galley. Nikobo had swum to her heart's content in a green and muddy jungle stream, and all three were now quite ready and anxious to continue the voyage. Aboard the crescent moon... One of the guards had been established to feed the monkey fish and water boy and tend to the plants in the hold and serve as a watchman. An early one bright morning, just a week after they had landed, the members of the Royal Exploration Party of Oz set forth from the palace. Oz flags fluttered and snapped in the fresh morning breeze, mingling with the white banners of Ozamaland, and the streets and avenues were lined with Tandy's cheering and now quite cheerful subjects. Riding Nikobo, accompanied by Chanum on a white elephant, and the entire camel corpse and elephant guard, the party made their way down to the water's edge, feeling exactly, as Atto whispered in a laughing undertone to Roger, like a whole circus and a zoo. Besides Roger, Tandy, Samuel Salt, and Atto, Nikobo carried two large cages and two small cages. In the small cages were the flying reptiles and creeping birds. In the large cages, a baby white camel and a baby white elephant. "'You'll sink, my lass,' worried Samuel Salt, as Nicobo, having safely made her way down the rocky cliff road, waded confidently out into the sea. "'Not me,' murmured the hippopotamus comfortably. "'You may get wet, but I'll get you safely out to the ship. Trust me.' "'Good-bye, good-bye, all!' cried Tandy, standing up on her back to wave to the crowds collected on the cliffs. Now that he was leaving, he felt a strange fondness for them. "'Good-bye, churnum. I'll be back, never fear.' good-bye little fellow good-bye little king a fair and far-away voyage to you called the tall old desert chief standing up in his stirrups to wave his long lance to the sun the moon the stars i commend you go in happiness and return in health and live long to rule over Ozamaland. you take care of the country and we'll take care of the king shouted samuel good-bye be watching all of you for the ships from oz Goodbye! called the nobles the natives the guards even the elephants and camels raised their shrill voices in farewell as nikobo swam strongly away from the shore and toward the crescent moon the guard left in charge of the ship thankfully turned the vessel over to its rightful owners and shaking tandy feelingly by the hand climbed down the ladder and dropped nervously on the back of the hippopotamus who was to carry him to shore here brainless lend a hand with the freight yelled Roger as Tandy stood gazing rather thoughtfully toward the cliffs. The king's ashore Long live his cabin boy! I'll carry these pesky reptilia if you take the camel. Roger winked at Tandy as Samuel Salt, bent double under the baby elephant's cage, started carefully down to the hold. The baby camel and its cage were so small Tandy could manage them quite easily, and with a little laugh he hurried after Samuel and Roger. By the time they had finished, Nicobo had returned from her shore trip and climbed thankfully back on her raft. "'All hands stand by to heave up the anchor,' bellowed Samuel, stepping cheerfully over to his sail controls. "'Anchors away, and away we go, boys, and the hippopotamus take the hindmost.' "'Ho, ho, well, she's built for it,' roared Atto, bending his weight to the cable as sail after sail rattled up the masts and bellied out from the yards. "'Where to now, Samuel?' oz oz i should say not we have a lot of geography to discover before we go back to oz we'll need a rock's egg before we go there eh tandy a rock's egg and sixty more islands for ozma's christmas stocking oh will we really spend christmas in oz cried tandy skipping up and down the deck and forgetting all about his subjects waving from the cliffs why not demanded samuel salt letting his hands fall happily upon the wheel Ours is as merry a place as any to spend Christmas, eh, Roger? Merry as eight bells! Cried Roger, flying joyfully into the rigging. Ahoy! Nothing but sea to seaward. And when the crescent moon flies over eve and drops down the Winky River on Christmas morning with its chart full of islands and curious continents and its whole full of strange beasts, plants, and treasure, I for one should like to be there. Shouldn't you? The end. Since 1900, when L. Frank Baum introduced to the Children of America the wonderful Wizard of Oz and all the other exciting characters who inhabit the land of Oz, these delightful fairy tales have stimulated the imagination of millions of young readers. These are stories which are genuine fantasy, creative, funny, tender, exciting and surprising, filled with the rarest and most absurd creatures. Each of the 39 volumes which now comprise the series has been eagerly sought out by generation after generation. Until today, they are known to all except the very young, or those who were never young at all. When in a recent survey, the New York Times polled a group of teenagers on the books they liked best when they were young, the Oz books topped the list. Captain Sultan Oz A voyage on the famous Nonestic Ocean? What could be more thrilling than that? We, many of us, have taken trips on the prosaic Atlantic or even Pacific, but have we found a sea forest with flying fish and swimming birds? Have we been pursued by a real sea serpent, or had our ship transfixed by the immense ivory tusk of a narwhal? Have we come upon the glittering island of Peakenspire, or made friends with the charming, talking hippopotamus? Yet all these things and more befall Captain Salt, one time pirate and now royal explorer of ours, and his merry crew they come back with their whole bursting with unique and fascinating specimens with their chart crowded with new islands claimed for ozma and drawn so realistically by the delightful little boy tandy cabin-boy and artist of the expedition End of chapter twenty one end of captain sold in oz by ruth plumley Thompson.